Hey y'all, it's Gab and welcome to Tune In with Gab, where I talk about health and wellness, spirituality, and everything in between. I'm here to help you connect with your highest self so you can live your best life. Tune in with me to connect to your highest frequency. Welcome back to another episode of Tune In with Gab. I skipped last week. I'm really sorry about that. I'll explain, but I am just to give a little pregnancy update. I am 16 weeks pregnant, have my 16 week appointment as of today when this episode comes out, which is super exciting. And last week I kind of talked about my pregnancy story leading up to finding out I'm pregnant. And I wanted to talk about my pregnancy experience so far from a health perspective, but also wanted to spend some time talking about depression and anxiety, especially through pregnancy, but also things that I do to help with my depression and anxiety when I'm struggling. Mental health is something that's really important to me, and I have struggled with it most of my life. I've talked about this in my podcast. And I think understandably, not a lot of people are open about it. I do feel comfortable opening up about when I am struggling, how I experience it, what it feels like. And the reason I want to do that is because I know how lonesome it can feel when going through depression or depression, depressive episodes or having anxiety. And my intention with this episode is really just to help give some tips of what to do if you are feeling terrible and that you're not alone, especially right now with just how things are in the world and it feels a little crazy. So I'll get right into it. Before I say anything else, I do want to state that obviously I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist or licensed therapist. I'm just sharing my tips and my opinion. Um, If you do need help, definitely talk to a therapist. I'm in in therapy regularly every week. So I think it's really important just to understand that you should talk to your doctor and therapist before going with any of my tips. So pregnancy has been pretty smooth so far, honestly, from a health perspective. The first trimester, I had a few weeks of nausea, probably around week eight through 12. And then I had started to get headaches towards the end of the first trimester when I was moving into the second trimester and getting migraines. But other than that, I have felt pretty good physically in my body. And I've been really lucky with just being able to exercise when I want to, or, you know, and I eat the normal foods that I like. Again, I wasn't able to eat salads or juices for most of the first trimester because they made me feel really sick. And that was kind of a weird thing for me because I was eating really healthy for most of like the past year and then going to like 
eating rice and potatoes for the first trimester after feeling really sick with nausea was a weird transition for me. I'm now back to adding in salads, adding in, you know, foods that I really like, adding in um, juices, things like that. So, and stomaching them very easily. So I'm really happy. The main symptoms that I've been having, which I kind of expected because I have, you know, battled anxiety and depression my whole life is bad depression, especially in the second trimester. Um, normally I get depression feelings or depressed feelings and I'm able to observe them and kind of move through it and they go away, especially before pregnancy. I think before pregnancy, I was in a really good place mentally, just being transparent. I had a routine. I was getting up early. I was doing my gratitude journal. I was making a juice every morning and then a smoothie. And then I was walking and I just kind of had these things really locked down. And I was meditating and doing a lot of work on myself. And in terms of work, I mean, like energy work and getting lymphatic massages. And some of those things you know, I haven't been doing during pregnancy. And as pregnancy has progressed, I've kind of let those self-care things fall to the wayside, especially in the first trimester when I was feeling really sick and just nauseous. I was trying to give myself some self-compassion and saying, you know what, it's okay if I don't eat healthy. It's okay if I don't do all these things. I'm going to give myself a break and not judge myself. But I did notice over the three months that I didn't do it, my mental health just kind of tanked. And the reason that I mentioned this is because, and I don't know if, well, if you've read my high vibe guide or you've seen me posting about it, my free high vibe guide about raising your vibration, I outline all the things I was doing before my pregnancy that really helped me get to a really good place mentally. And it was actually ironic because writing my high vibe guide, I realized, wow, these things really did help me. And I actually have fallen off the wagon of doing them during pregnancy. And just reading this after I've written it makes me motivated to do those things again. So Hopefully you can read that. Feel free to email me or DM me if you want to get a free copy of my high vibe guide. You can reach out on Instagram or email me. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, But that's kind of the things that I got away from was like gratitude journaling and eating really healthy high vibe foods. I stopped going outside as much in nature you know, things like that. I stopped and I kind of just started to slowly get depressed. So that brings me to the past, you know, three weeks, maybe four. My mental health has just been really in a low place. I do try my best to say I have depressed feelings because I, the reason I do that is the more you identify with being depressed or saying, I am depressed. It's associating who you are with those emotions. But the truth is that 
it does pass and it is temporary. So I really try to say I am having depressed feelings because usually they do pass and I really try to separate from those feelings as much as I can because even though they are maybe really weighing on me, that's not who I am. I'm not depression. I'm not my anxiety. I have my core being underneath. And what really I feel depression is, and to some extent, is just feelings of overwhelming unworthiness. I know, well, at least when I struggle with depression, I feel just so low. I I kind of talk myself out of doing things that I love and kind of, and I start listening to my ego, my limiting beliefs, and I get really stuck there. And I'm just being transparent because I think a lot of people go through this and we don't talk about it. And it's like, those thoughts are not me and they're not real, but I get so sucked into them. And when I can't pull myself out, that's when I get feelings of depression for several days at a time. I didn't record an episode last week because I did feel depressed. I have been feeling a lack of inspiration and excitement. And that's part of my depression feelings is I don't feel even connected to myself in a lot of ways. I don't feel connected to my soul. I feel kind of in a transitionary stage. Like I know my soul is with me, but I don't feel connected to things I love or I don't feel excited. And it's not the podcast because I love doing it. It's like, it's just when I wake up in the morning, I don't even want to get out of bed. I sometimes will go days or a whole day without cleaning or I'll leave my dishes everywhere. And the thought of like brushing my teeth or showering is so heavy. And I don't say this to make you feel bad for me because I'm in therapy. I do move through these feelings and they do fade once I move through them. But I say it because whenever I get in this place, as soon as I get I either read something expiring or I listen to an exciting podcast that pulls me out of it. I get inspiration again. I I realize I'm like, I actually have the power to pull myself out of this mood. I don't have to feel like this. I don't have to feel sad. I don't have to stay stuck like this. This isn't me. This is not me. And I'm letting these feelings rule my life. So my tip or tips, the number one thing is to, when you start having depressed feelings, find something that brings you joy that you 100% know brings you joy, no matter if your brain's telling you It doesn't because if you have depression or have had depressed feelings, you know that your brain can trick you into thinking, oh, yeah, that's not fun. I don't want to do this. I don't want to leave the house. So whether that's baking, cooking, recording a podcast, reading a good book, making yourself a smoothie or a juice, even if it feels like you have bricks that you're carrying in your legs and it feels like too much for you. 
just thinking about the end result, about how good you will feel once you do those things. And, and then once you have that idea or task set in your mind, like, okay, I'm going to go make myself a green juice. What I do is I say, I'm literally not going to think about anything else I have to do or anything else that is weighing on me. I'm just going to concentrate as much as I can on being in the moment of making this juice and enjoying it. And I might turn on some music. I might, you know, listen to a podcast while I do it to keep my mind focused. And then I know once I do one thing that's productive towards my happiness, then that gets my gears or wheels turning of like, okay, I can do this. And then I start cleaning up a bit. And then I start, you know, being like, oh, I want to read my book. And I like have all these ideas of fun things that I want to do. And I'm like, how was I not thinking about these things that I wanted to do, you know, a few minutes ago, like my mind was blank and it was, and it's true. It's like our minds trick us when we're in this state of just nothing's going to bring us joy. And it's kind of just this feeling of stuckness. So in order to get unstuck, taking action is the best possible thing to do. The next thing I'll say is that once you kind of get into a rhythm of feeling good and cleaning, then it's like remembering what brought you joy and what made you feel good. So that way you can do it again the next time that you feel crappy. Like you can write in your journal, remember to make a juice with listening to a podcast or listening to music for when you feel sad. And it genuinely helps to have a list because even when your brain's saying, no, I don't want to do these things, you can look at it and be like, no, I'm not listening to this voice in my head. So that's the first tip. Second tip is if you're inside your house and you're getting feelings of depression or anxiety is to get outside and get moving, assuming it's nice out or go to the gym. And this isn't like go lift a bunch of weights and focus on, you know, how you look or be really hard on yourself. It's like moving is a way to process emotion because emotion think of energy in motion, your body is able to literally move through the the energy, move it through your body, get going and get a shift in your mind to focus on being in your body and the physical movement that you're experiencing instead of being in your brain. So this is easier said than done when you're laying in bed or you just had a really long day at work. It's like the last thing that I want to do is go do this workout or leave the house. But that's again where it's like once you overcome that voice of saying that says, you don't want to do this, just stay in bed. It's like as soon as you get out the house, as soon as you do the activity, you're like, of course I feel better doing this. Like I remember like this always helps me. So it's really just figuring out how you can heal yourself in that way of 
not just having it be mental, but physical and walking around and moving in the best way that feels good for you. The third tip I have is that whenever I'm alone and in my head like this is the worst possible thing for me when I'm not talking to other people and interacting. So whether it's my husband or my mother-in-law, I make sure, or even like my own mom or some like family or friend, I try to find someone to interact with, like call them or text or do something where I'm interacting with another person and it's taking me out of this really dark place and moving into just out of my head into a conversation into that person's world, especially if they're in a good mood and not even honestly talking about how I feel bad, but just like enjoying their company, talking to them, just interacting, hearing about their day, whatever it is, interacting with another person, in my opinion, gives me this kind of rejuvenation of energy and outside perspective. I think working from home can be hard for me because I don't interact with humans face-to-face that much at all. And so it's all it's a huge difference. The other thing I'll say is if you don't have anyone to talk to at that moment, going out of your house and going to a coffee shop, even if you're working, you know, you have to work, but you can go to a coffee shop or after work or like go out to dinner or just be around other people is so important. And I notice a huge shift in energy when I'm just like, even if I'm by myself, I'm sitting there and I'm either drinking you know, a juice or a smoothie or getting some good food and just being around the energy of other people. Like there's a specialness in just watching like families interact or two people at a a lunch table or dinner table, just having a good time. And that energy is contagious. And I also love going to a coffee shop and reading a good book and just enjoying myself while being around that other energy. So I think it's really key to just be around people in general and kind of take you out of that space and feed off of the positive energy of other people. I know that always lifts my mood. So I really think it's important to have this conversation because we don't, I think there's so many options, of course, with therapy If you go on medicine or choose not to, totally up to you. Or like if you do yoga or meditation, whatever helps. But sometimes for me, I run into roadblocks where I do all those things and I'm still struggling. So hopefully these tips help in terms of just giving other options, like simple things you can do on top of other things you might be doing to help treat anxiety or depression And just remembering that it will pass. And if it doesn't, you are always supported. You're always loved. You are worthy. And it's so, so important to understand that it's human nature to go through this. I think a lot of people that you may not know struggle with this. And it's just, it's it's a sad thing that we deal with this. But I think we need to open up the conversation I especially wanted to talk about it because 
I think pregnancy is an amazing time and I'm so grateful that I'm pregnant and depression is really hard to experience when I'm so excited about something, but yet I'm having such dark feelings that feel really heavy. And it's like, how can I be sad or or anxious during such a happy time? So, you know, I think the most important thing is not making yourself feel bad or beating yourself up and saying, oh, well, I have all this stuff to be happy for. Why am I sad or depressed or anxious? Because one, that's not fair to yourself. But two, as humans, we have duality. You can be really grateful for your life and what you're going through. And I'm so happy I'm pregnant. And I'm also having feelings of depression. And that's the duality of life. So I hope this episode helps you. And just being really authentically real on where I'm at right now in my pregnancy journey and in my life. And I, I hope that this helps you feel less alone. If this is something you've gone through, go through, or are going through right now or will in the future, I just hope it helps. So I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Tune In With Gab. Go follow me at Tune In With Gab on Instagram. And please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. Let me know what you think. See you next time.